We did it. <laughs> Thanks for coming back to the second half of the show. See you next week. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> I don't. I don't uh, think that's how second half works. <laughs> um, well, half is very yeah, loosey goosey term here. Um, so, I I'm gonna reveal something that I heard over break. A little behind the scenes action. Oh no, telling my secrets. Well, Aizen actually saved us all, um, but he will get no credit for this. You may continue. Okay. <laughs> never do. Boom. Never will. The soldiers never get any credit. All right. You guys are taken to Arvin's meeting room. Door is shut. Arvin gets into his position in his normal little chair. There are drinks and fruit set up. And he just kind of Oh, looks. food is being eaten. He allows it to go. Like, there's no no care about the the animalistic nature. I don't think Zeha eats. I think she probably grabs some water and like starts off really slow. I think Eisen, having having seen Arvin drink enough times, goes to the wet bar and makes Arvin's favorite drink and just puts it in front of him on the table <laughs> and poisons it. <clears throat> What's yep. it? No. Uh, he... Tetsu looks at you waiting for one. <laughs> if, if you look at him waiting for one, he'll roll his eyes but go back and make you a drink and then put a drink in front of him. And continues to chew. Arvin gives you a nod of thanks, Aizen, and kind of looks between all of you and says, If you're here, I assume you found what you were looking for? And more, yes. Where did you go? expedition like yeah yeah eisen would tell everything that was possibly pertinent to this conversation of like this is where we went this is the mess we made we need to figure out how to clean it up here's what happened when we tried to like figure it out like he's not leaving anything off the table regardless of what anyone else uncharacteristically zeha is quiet (laughs) (laughs) just wait till later you'll hear about it as Eisen gets towards the end, Moat will say, uh, don't mention the virus. Eisen doesn't know anything about the virus. He's like, uh, the, well, he, he knows enough that there was um, a problem with the machine. Trap. That's, that, that's all he will say is like, the, the machine failed in some capacity. I don't know how, like, even if he says it's a virus, I, Eisen can give no details, but like, point in any direction. He's just like, only Tetsu co- knows. Computer machine broke. Say it, green screen. Say it. I mean, blue screen. Blue screen. Old term. Green screen. No, in the future, it's green screen. He'll be in the middle of, like, trying to, like, layman explain how the computer broke and then hear that word from Moat and then fill it in as it goes. Like, there's probably a bunch of points in which you, <laughs> like, try to fill my brain with technical babble that both, yep. like, takes yep. me off tangent and oh absolutely uh, some like, things I that are complete bullshit and some things that are legitimate <laughs> mm-hmm. and he only fills in the things that he feels confident enough that you're not bullshitting so there's very few times that he actually fills it in unless mm. he feels that like amount of passion from you oh it's all passionate all right i believe every <laughs> word i'm saying okay yeah, it all comes through all right arvin listens to the story kind of nods along you see like a little bit of worry here a little bit of like interest here and towards the end he says interesting that has that planet that society has been off the map for quite some time very well 
we will be sending somebody there to see what we can do. They will likely be hostile on second contact. We did kind of break their culture. You just see a very wry smile come on his face. Like, we, like, like that doesn't bother him. We do have... I mean, did Moat or did uh, Eisen mention the blueprint? Oh, yes. Like, yeah, okay. it would have been part of, like, the presentation. He would have asked, like, to have pulled up both the schematics for the Amenta bodies and the, like, Ghost Forge. Because there's no way that Eisen could have explained what the Ghost Forge was doing without, like, a physical representation of, like, this is what it was. Well, plus they have a physical Amranta corpse um, Oh, that's true. Available. Yes. Uh, yep. To which Tetsu would explain and be like, make sure this does not come back. I don't think it will. And uh, I do not want it. And he kind of just puts it on the table. Um, and then Zeha, just like, would... starts a little bit like. Zehain? Just sort of like that, like. And then just goes back to being quiet. Like she like wants to say it, does it. Must, and then just goes back. <laughs> must get them to stop eating stupid gift stuff. <laughs> but unfortunately, we um, can't see it because she's like slightly opening her mouth. But the mask is just covering it, so we we just can't see. <laughs> true, it's more true. to Jisha's body that it's like you know, like she like moves a hand and like kind of leans forward for like a second, and then like never mind. Gotcha. Three, three of her arms raise one finger, and you guys are like three seconds. What? <laughs> yeah. We we literally wait exactly three seconds and then keep moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but uh, Arvin basically says that they'll send somebody there to check it out. They'll take watch over the body, likely experiment on it, and see what they can find out. And he asked you see what you guys acquired. Um, At the comment for Jish, though, Zeha, like... When they say that they're gonna like experiment on on it, um, Zeha kind of like looks and like locks eyes with him for a second and is just like, he he went somewhere. You could he's not there, but he went somewhere. If you can find it. When the code failed, everything went away, and the only place we saw it going to was somewhere in the drift. I do you not know him. if that is where it went, but you see him nod a little bit. And- well, if we do see anything of the sort, then we can let you know if you wish. Though a husk of a body without code, I don't imagine we will. No, probably not. No. But I do not know that there... Oh. He kind of looks at uh, Zeha at this point, uh, at, at remembering what he wants to see, and kind of just eyes Zeha if she's going to make a fuss at him, like, as he's, like, kind of slowly lifting his hand that holds the orb. Nope. Okay. Yeah, then if she doesn't, then he just kind of sets it out in front of him and rolls it uh, down the table towards uh, Arvin. It explodes. Not like the glass. And just <laughs> Wasp lands on it and kind of balances and rolls back and forth a little bit. <laughs> oh, wait, don't we want to introduce this to Grace? Isn't this the whole reason we went there to get this, which seemed to be a potential upgrade for Grace somehow? Maybe Actually, she where can is do Grace? it. She was with Arvin, so Arvin should have her. 
somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not holding yeah. her in his open hand right yeah. now, but if y'all want to ask, then that's a valid question. Yeah. Give us the grace! Eisen was going to, he was just going to wait till the like conversation got to that point. Yeah, you um, see Arvin pick up the orb in his hand and kind of roll it around a little and says, this is a very interesting piece of Sim, like, make a face trying to think of the right word to say equipment? I don't it not was sure I've installed ever seen a... by, What are you going to say? Uh, it was installed by whoever was trying to use these people for farming energy, intelligence. It's, it's foreign to the planet, but no one realized it was. They thought it was always a part of the machine. You see him, like, roll it back in his hand again for a second, and then you see both of his hands glow. It says, a power source, yes? That's what they claimed it was. Whether it actually is, it's hard to say. It does emit a power. He kind of places it on the table and rolls it back really slowly towards you. This is... He detected ice. See what he did? Was it detect magic? No, it was not. But it was something of a similar sort. Okay. Did I... I detected magic on this in the past, right? You did. Did it react? I can't remember. No. No, it didn't. No. Okay. Um, Um, before we get too much further on the discussion of the orb um, other things that are also potentially pressing the information we got from Jish's comm unit I don't think like I think we would have gone over that so well we have a couple of important things the client Raya um, which was also an interesting thing to me it's like it's a Lashunta but is Nanal's real name Ly- Araya? Is she did she operate under a false name? Maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what my also uh, this my, uh, so my thought process was. Uh, and then, well, we don't even know to think of Nanal. Mm-hmm. True, is but the downside. Yeah, so yeah, that's definitely out of character uh, thought process. But um, we would, I assume, Eisen would mention. Raya uh, in the briefing, uh, in the as well as the yes. Wolf's Den, which um, I wonder what the reaction to the Wolf's Den might be. Yeah, uh, I'll keep it out of character, but give you all information that Arvin would give you if you're if you're bringing all this up. Uh, he knows nothing about Raya, um, like at all, really. Like you say, Raya, it's a Lashenta name, and he's like, it sounds like it would be basically. That's about all you get. Uh, as far as the Wolves Den, he has heard of it. It is he, he can give you about as much he can give you about as much slash a little less than you have. Cause you have a password and you have like it feels very dangerous, but they're working above their pay grade, et cetera, et cetera. He can like he can be like, Yes, I've heard of it. It's a it's an organization within the diaspora. It is kind of a mercenary slash pirate type of organization. They just like much of the diaspora, they do what they want. But he says, like, he says, but I've heard of the name, which means they're at least relatively powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> think of think of the diaspora kind of like a, a a mini world of Mad Max ish place. Like it just kind there's no no real rules. It just kind of whoever's it's like strongest. Like the slum of the gal- of the area. Kind of the slum. <laughs> yeah, it's something between like the slum and there are still people who do well live well like still some good ritzy people there it's just it's a place without really like real rules or anything 
Right. It's not. Yeah. Um, I think when he rolls the the power or be dolium. Yep, dolium. Back to <laughs> us. Um, I think like Zeha gets pulled in again, like a little bit um, throughout the whole explanation, and she just kind of like looks at it. She doesn't like go to catch it or anything. Um, My ashes. <laughs> do you have Do you have Grace? Yes, I do. Would you like her here? I can have you all escorted to a room. You see, like you he's a- he's probably clearly bringing that up because of how how y'all look at this point. Like, do you have a room that would block the signal? Unfortunately, not, no. But I can. We can escort you to one of the laboratories. There are some down there that do block signals for testing purposes. If we you could, will probably want it recorded anyway. If we could do that first, and then a room, probably. Very well. I will get that arranged for you. I will escort you down to the lab myself. I can leave if you wish, and I'll have the the room information sent to you on your comm units. Should she we nods. copy the information that we've gathered to you so that you can use it possibly for helping the people there? That, If you want to send me the schematics and stuff like that, that's fine. Uh, the conversation's been recorded, so I will have all the information. Alright, fine. Um, it really took a lot out of us. Uh, whatever comes next, we might have to wait a bit. He nods a little at that, and uh, for sake of timing, we'll escort you to the laboratory if that's what y'all wish. Yeah. I think so. Better to find out whether we failed early than later. Kind of like working on what is left of like, what's there's a, what's the idiom? Uh, like steam, like Running on fumes. Uh, you're, yeah, running, running on, on fumes. fumes. Yeah. Thank you, running thank you. Um, running on fumes and kind of like the sole fo- focus right now being like, finish this thing so that I can process. Um, Zeha just like is probably one of the first to stand up and then just kind of looks at the orb for a second and will grab it and just walk right after. Like, she's not walking with the pep in her step. She's not walking with like a lot of purpose or energy. She is just like, okay. Let's do this. She's a robot. Just came back in a body. <laughs> Spoilers. Kill her. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Tet- Tetsu is uh, walking off with a good bit of food and just going downstairs uh, with everybody else. Just ready to see this done and go take nap time. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys all go down there. Dr. Lynn's still being kind of like reclusive at this point uh you're brought to a laboratory that he just doesn't care he doesn't care at all he hates all of you you guys are brought to a laboratory that kind of it's like at the bottom of the like uh, it's very much like the Amrita like laboratory type thing like where the ghost forge was you go down an elevator four five six floors a little less than Amrita obviously come out it is a metal hallway and a large metal wall in front of you that you guys can assume is probably made of lead. You watch as one code is entered, the door slides open straight up, and you're allowed to go in. I think 100% the likeness to the previous situation is not lost on Zeha, and her heart rate 
just goes up like <laughs> her heart beats a little bit <laughs> faster in her chest and her anxiety goes up Danger. a little bit but um but that's almost like a instinctual reaction um uh, she goes in sure uh for Is- for sake of setting i want to know do do you guys like remove your spacesuits like you're uh like you've been on oxygen this whole time because there was no atmosphere you know yes as i i lowered the defenses like yeah, the yeah. like not not don't strip, but like you remove like your face mask and like that I kind of strip stuff. I like, completely naked. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think she breathes like new air for the first time. I think she did that like as soon as as soon as we left that like arena thing from the door. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what I was thinking. I forgot to ask yes. it though. So yeah. I wanted to kinda yeah. know like like probably he like wants, he wants Because because he we were to know. <laughs> in sorry. uh I, sorry, go ahead. I'll say my sitting later. He, he just wants to know because if the radiation from this orb uh, is going to kill us or not, that's really what he wants. That's to know. definitely what it is. Yeah. Fair, fair. I know. Uh, yeah. I know. Since we were in, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say I didn't want to. It's not like I wanted to picture the scene of you talking to Arvin out of your mask and stuff like a good gym or nothing. No, no. I just want to kill you. All right, no, that's all. That's a totally good loaded question. Anyways, Moat. <laughs> uh, I was going to say that uh, since Moat got the uh, Estex armor, uh, but we were on a non-atmospheric planet, I probably just put that armor on over my uh, utility coveralls, and now Valid. I finally have the opportunity to take those off with deactivating the uh, protections, so it nice. feels a lot better. I like it. <laughs> All right, but you guys find yourself basically in this large metal box. Is Grace there? Yeah, he had like g- given you Grace, uh, obviously in her lead box, her um, travel bag. Like, yeah. And I think at one point, like seeing how reclusive Doctor Lin is being, but not having the spoons uh, for those who get that reference to necessarily like take care of somebody else before herself right now. She, um, far so you better be listening. <laughs> she at probably at one point, like just like in the space from the office down to here, just put a hand on his like bell, like on his shoulder area <laughs> and, and th- not saying anything, just like put a hand on him kind of let this like exhale out and and then continue um i think he flinches slightly lets your hand stay there for about two seconds and then purposely pulls away yep yep and she does not have like i said the spoons to really deal with that um yep. but i think she would have made the gesture um in the room um she'll just kind of like look around can someone make sure we're secure I'm on it like just make sure everything's in order like I don't know like turn on the ambience I don't know right uh like turn on the ambience from the second that we've entered like this space even though we should be relaxing it he's been filled with a nervous energy of like I was prepared for a big fight to happen, and now the fight isn't happening, and now I have no place to put that energy. And so mm-hmm. he's funneled all that energy into being like a watchdog. So he's been like moving through the group and like making sure that, like, not touching anyone, but like being in everyone's personal space a little bit just to make sure that, like, if anything were to happen, he can be always there. Maybe, like, in, in um, 
the office with like uh, when dog. we're like debriefing. Like, did you like never sit down? Were you just kind of standing in the back the whole time? Like, like I, I was I was doing like the military pacing. Like I, yeah. I was talking and like moving and like there yeah. was there was never a point in which I sat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so with that in order, unless the checks are needed. No, no checks. Easy enough to see that you're. I mean, no one's, like, purposely trying to get in easily enough to see that you, like, can lock it down. It's a lead box. Like, it's what it's made for. Once the door's shut, it's sealed. Like, it's just a lead box. But yeah. it's like the lead box that Grace is currently in. It's just a lot bigger. Right. Um, I kind of hand the orb off back to Tetsu. Um, she holds it. <laughs> and and take Grace out. Let she her comes turn up. on. Yeah. Grace. I'm coming in. Yes. There is a weird, like, tension release from Zeha at hearing her voice. Like, even Zeha's not quite sure why. <laughs> right. I mean, it's back to normal. Right. Like, a, a little. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something there. Um, okay. Um, and then, like, because it's what she always asks. How are you? I am, as I always am. Do you recall the door that we brought you to? I'll ask because I don't remember. Was she in her box at that point or no? We had to take her out. I think we took her out of the box. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Alright. Briefly, obviously. Yes, I do. Do you recall getting any read on the door? The myriad of change? It seemed as much as any other type of travel, like a drift beacon or such. Do I know if drift beacons are the type of technology like they're directly associated with with kind of pre-gap, right? Me knowing the lore, they're triune direct, right? They're like they were yeah, they were created by triune during the gap and then like the first sanctions of drift beacons were created by triune during the gap and then triune also uh man, there's a word for it and my brain can't think of it, but basically sanctified embellish the knowledge uh, of, the dri- of of how to create drift beacons onto other people as well. So they did not have to continue to create every single drift beacon that needed to be made. Right. So it, it becomes like a, so I can, I can think of this door as something similar in, in technology. In a way, yeah, for sure. Like that's the kind of like basically for lack of better comparisons in my GM brain. It is like in fantasy roleplay or fantasy TTRPG where people are like, they say, yes, this has to do with planar travel. Like, right. Grace is like, yes, this has to do with drift travel. Like, it's that kind of thing. Like, planar travel okay. can mean a lot of things. It can mean a- anything from astral to the inner planes to the outer planes. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, I see. Um, well, w- we went through the transportation um and you can see Zeha like like actually talking with that kind of like okay I, I, how do I sum up this trip in words <laughs> um bad we, a very bad trip <laughs> <laughs> the worst trip <laughs> uh not uh, not dissimilar from a really bad acid trip no okay <laughs> um so she yeah so she kind of like hesitates it was just like so we we went on the 
goal or pretense of finding technology akin to you, pre-gap, unique, we achieved it with this, and I just kind of gesture to Tetsu, uh, and the orb in his hand. Sorry, Tetsu. Uh, yeah, no, Tetsu will hold up the orb, like, in front of her and go. Also, the soul forge that was there, but it was old like you, but pre-gap, I think. True. Um, before you do a scan on this, are you familiar with ghost forges? No. I have heard nothing of the sort. What about Amranta? I do know of the... Amranta society. What do you Should know about? Should what you know? Yeah. Uh, she goes into explaining that the Amranta society were basically a humanoidal type race. Uh, insert lore here because I don't want to step on too many toes, but they're not yet explained in Starfinder and I fully ex- expect them to be one day. Uh, but they're a humanoidal type <laughs> race that were known to have been connected to something that allowed them to reincarnate. I fill that knowledge in with, like, that is the Ghost Forge. It is complex technology. Uh, it was. Mad. <laughs> there, but we know that there are multiple Ghost Forges. Like, one is gone, but we, like, technically it still exists, right? Uh, I will say you don't know. You know that there was prototype schematics. I thought there, even there outside of that be, one, yeah, the original Ghost Forges, there was more than one, not the prototype. I thought you said that. I, if I yeah, said I that, then I messed up. Okay. So, I, yeah, because that was the big thing <laughs> about there being a pro- prototype schematics is that but, like this was the Ghost Forge and somebody was trying to create something like it. It's like I thought they were just yeah. excited they could now make new ones elsewhere. It, no, it, uh, yeah, it, to me, it was it was the first one that was actually man-made. Like you said, like all the rest were found, all of the red, the rest existed, but only the one. Okay. Yeah, it, it's much like this is Earth, and now we're trying to make something like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, you know, we we teach her what we know, and that it is now gone. Uh, very very briefly, um, does she become curious or ask like in follow-up questions on it though? No. And in its original schematics, this was not a part of it. It was added after, although I have to believe it has to do with pre-gap, regardless of when it was added to the Ghost Forge. Please be cautious in scanning it, for my understanding it contains a lot of energy. Would you like me to scan it now? I give a glance to everybody. Confirmation. As a nod. I don't see a reason why not. Go ahead. Hold it up in front of her. <laughs> with the, yeah, the two with the one health points are like, let's get up real close and personal to this guaranteed I, I explosion. I was thinking that, and I'm just <laughs> super uh, excited for the possibility. Yeah. <laughs> just so thrilled. By the way, while this has been going on, has Arvin been in the corner, or did he leave us? It depends what y'all said. He, he, he would have stayed if y'all did not ask him to leave but he also said like you would have had every opportunity to ask him to leave where it wasn't weird also like mm-hmm. hey we just want to be alone or whatever because he said on the way down like and yeah. I'll, I'll let y'all have your space if you need it like he opened he opened that door so, already 
Yeah, so Zeha, like, would not have dissuaded that. Like, like assuming, like, he was like, uh, I, I think the way you said it was, like, um, and I can leave you guys alone, or I can stay if you want. Like, she would never have said, like, that, yeah, do that. Like, she was like, if the default is leave us, then great. Right. Aizen would have actually, like Zeha, not said anything. Does A, see what he reacted, and if he stayed, would have wanted to, like, watch him for different, like, cue points of, like, interesting like reactions depending on how this whole thing goes yeah for sure so just take we'll take a step back in time real quick before all this happens i think what would have happened is he would have let y'all in and then kind of like not awkwardly because he's definitely not an awkward person but very slowly left the room as in like (laughs) this is this is a curious situation i kind of want to see it but you you're gonna have to ask me to stay I think oh, Eisen no. would have been. I think because they're get, like it's going to be recorded anyway in Eisen's mind. I think Eisen would have like not said a word, but like when he was getting ready to leave, Eisen would have just said, put it like put a hand on his shoulder and been like, "It's fine," in like a low tone while this is all going on. You you just see there? I'd rather have. I should I should say ahead. like would would you guys coming in here probably before he leaves? You see there are no cameras in here because that would require some kind of like you could never fully Outside select the ledge. Yeah. Zeha wants him gone. So yeah, basically he slowly walks out, and unless someone asks him to stay, he just leaves. Uh, Eisen would wait till the last minute to do that. If you're if you're like actively showing body movements of like not wanting him here and like pausing before he like actively waiting, then he wouldn't. It's for think, Eisen. It's much more of I want to be able to see what like the reaction is. Uh, right. So I think the way the way Zeha's default is, and obviously she's incredibly out of it. But I think the default is kind of along the lines of, like, if, let's say he had Grace with him and, like, he put Grace down um, and I had the orb, I would have, like, stood there and been, like, and, like, like that intention of, like, clearly we're waiting on something to start. <laughs> right. And at that point, Aizen wouldn't have said anything. Like, he, he would have let uh, Arvin go. Okay. At that point. Yeah. It, then, if only because he, does, he doesn't want the fight right now. For like sure. having having that fight. Now's right the now. time you can take her so easily. <laughs> Stab her really quick. <laughs> uh, and and it's not about like just so you know, it's there's no intention of like oh, because of, of secrets right now. It is right. just privacy. No, yeah. For sure. Eisen uh, understands that. It's yeah, that's not a problem. If we're if we're talking about cards, this is this is a problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 there we go. <laughs> Check mark card. Yeah. That's what I That's what I forgot this at the beginning of the the session. Hey. I got mine. I'm ready. No, I forgot to like talk about it. Oh, like closed captions, yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Because you were rushed poorly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Arvin leaves and shuts like basically shuts down the room for y'all. Unless, obviously, unless y'all want to, like you can double check his shutdown of the room. It seems legit, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, you're presenting the orb to Grace. I think is where we were. Yeah, you reflex or fortitude save. <laughs> uh, all three. You will say a <laughs> no, and then a reflex. It. You guys hear this? <laughs> the cutest. As skin. Grace kind of shines this bl- very bright, like blue light over it, like in a in, a, in this conical shape. It just goes over the entire <laughs> ceramic little orb. Stops for a second. Sits there. The second probably feels like. 15 and then you guys hear i do feel an odd igni- an odd energy signature coming from 
within this orb, this orb, to me, means nothing. Do we need to open it? Is... From what was explained to us about this orb... Tetsu shakes it. It was, like, dolium... We did hear stuff about this. I'm trying to remember exactly. Dolium was inside, and this was used to contain it, and it was this was attached to the forge. Yeah. They talk about the, that they made this containment. Like, how, what did they tell us about it? I mean, they didn't even know that it was here. Remember? Yeah, they didn't know. They they thought it was always there. Yeah. They said they found an amount in space at one point. They did say that somebody had remembered yeah. some. I think it was. This might have been in Jish's log, or... Heck, I don't think it was, like, Dole or anyone that knew about it. I think it was part of the alterations they did for the shield. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. they knew what it was from. Yeah, 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 like in the library when you guys did that, like, hacking research type thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had found in a mountain space that, in very large quantities, this can survive. And not large quantity, and like by large, they didn't give a number, but you assume like planet size quantities. They also said that if exposed to atmosphere. Yep, if it is exposed to an atmosphere in small quantities, it basically becomes part of the atmosphere and disappears. Yep. I kind of look towards Dr. Lin. Um, do you know of any uh, measures of containment that would allow us to? leak a small amount of the core in a atmosphereless atmosphereless environment to have her able to scan it you see him like snap out of whatever stupor he's in as I roll a physical science check let's go for so take your hidden rolls off <laughs> they're off natural 15 oh. but you don't get the notice bonus <laughs> Uh, he snaps out of whatever stupor he's in and says, well, if we're trying to not have an atmosphere, then it would clearly be a vacuum or space or something like that. Yes, I understand, but I meant an artificial one in a lab. Yeah, I'm sure they have that here. We did. And and the TLDR of that is like, can we... Is even... Sure, an atmosphereless like encasement, vacuum yep. chamber, things like that. That I know exist, but yep. does he think that like we can manipulate this sphere safely because it's volatile and it, there's more factors than just that? Sure, sure. Uh, two things kind of come up in this time. Just uh, speed it along, and and we've been role playing, but I think these questions would have come up. One, Doctor Lin will say, yes, but I do think that we need to find out how to open at all, and then uh, we ask Tanigal. Wrong RP. Tetsu would kind of just look at it and go, "We could, can we not break it once it's in a vacuum?" And I uh, hold on to that question because prior to that, I do think Grace would have said, "Would you load. like to know what this is made of?" Yes. No hesitation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why is that a question? This is a boron nitrite compound. It is a very, very strong alloy. In your in your scan, were you able to determine if it's one solid sphere, or is this composed together with seams? It was created, but this is a solid sphere. My 
thoughts lead me to believe that it should not be handmade. Can Tetsu would kind of like, well, thinking about it, does he think his ability to basically like take apart atoms uh, would work on this, even if slowly, like just slowly, like crush this thing into nothing? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. I think Tetsu definitely thinks that would work. So. <laughs> now, now Carrick doesn't think it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even make you roll. Get out of here. I know. I guess my, my <laughs> out of, so it's a solid, like, sphere of material. She senses energy inside. She said that it shouldn't be man-made, but it is. It should not be handmade, is what she said. Like, it basically for like in a different set of words she doesn't think it was like crafted or forged it's not like a sword that is handmade though she does think it like it is an alloy and it was shaped into this form somehow uh i'll say without a roll just because zaz the only magical person and if i say roll mysticism then it already lets you know where to go (laughs) it is probably magically made i see to be able to create something like this with no seams etc etc Right. Is is it something that I would consider a technological item? No. There's no technology it's, in it whatsoever. Okay. Something like uh what's his name said made me think that for a second, so I was I wanted to just double check. Um So could Tetsu like talking to Doctor Lin like ask if the Starfinder Society here has like a tube that like a person could stand in that could go become vacuumless? Because um, Tetsu's thought is, if he's inside this tube, drains it of all atmosphere, and then crushes it with Grace inside, he can open this thing and let her access the, the juices. Crushes within. Grace, too. We well, can... that's after she says something mean. <laughs> we can identify those potentials after some rest and, and asking what facilities they could offer us. Wait, before we go down that kind of lightning path, shouldn't we just try to have her interact with the sphere? I mean, the ghost forge was pulling energy from the thing. Surely she can do the same. She is able to detect the energy signatures. There is energy detectable from within and accessible, but it... she scanned it. (laughs) Tetsu hearing this as as Zeha is explaining, he just looks at the orb, looks at looks at Grace and goes tap, <laughs> just like physically <laughs> taps Grace with it. Yeah, yeah. you hear can that. you try to interface with the energy? Because it's a solid orb, so in theory, all of this could be just infused with whatever stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. You hear, you hear an almost metallic, like metal on metal, Cling. nothing happens. Oh, good. I thought that would work, and I was afraid. You mentioned, Grace, that you could touch, you could, you receive an energy signature. Can you do anything with it? Not through such an alloy, no. And the Ghost Forge could. That is interesting. Yeah, that's weird. Also, don't think I didn't notice you saying think, Grace. I saw you think. <laughs> uh, she said my thoughts. Hold up. Yeah. Well, same difference. <laughs> uh, you think. <laughs> it's a phrase. Um, your thought. Your thought. <laughs> Don't call her a thought. Um, she's a thought. <laughs> she thought. All right. Uh, so, 
What else, guys? I would think we... Are we sure we don't want to do this now? We know it's Dolian. No, no, no. Are you... I know I feel like hell. You look it. You both look equally about as bad, if I'm honest. I just wanted it done before something else went bad. I'm with Tetsu on this. If someone shut down that forge, we should try to finish this quickly. If there is any negative effect from exposure, direct exposure, to this energy, he's not going to make it. No. I can and be like, the one she's to do like, it. no. <laughs> I, I can be the one to do it. I have certain protections against energy. It should I be don't think you can break it. He has to atomize it. There might be ways. We just have to think. There might be ways around this. We won't have... Like, Tetsu will have to wait days to, before High he's ready. We don't agitation is dangerous around volatile energies. Temperature and atmosphere are dangerous around volatile energies. We're going to wait. I need some time. As a thought, um, everyone's up. experienced some level of, you know, patterned passcode on objects before, right? You get into a device using those. What about the, Rub it the symbol? Right way, honey. What, is the, what about the symbol from the pillar? that was this that led us this direction maybe there's like a pattern passcode on it or something like that I and mean, that's worth trying what was the pa- uh, symbol on this one it was, it was, old, it, was a, it was an old starfinder yeah the old starfinder logo Tetsu out of curiosity but push it puts the uh starfinder symbol towards the thing do we don't want to open it here do we just in case Oh, it needs to be open around... Oh, yes. No, let's not do that. And then... <laughs> no. You can see no, Zaha, like, not. pause, because she's... When it comes to, like, like intelligent, like, like curiosities like this, like, technically what you're saying is valid. Like, she's she has that curiosity as well. Um, but she's, we need a vacuum. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's like, Dunsky's as well. Which That's a we fascinating theory that... We'd be happy to test, but perhaps before, let's take some time, get some theories together, and we'll try those, that she kind of like looks at Moat first, and if all else fails, we'll go the Tetsu route. Grace, is there anything else you could tell us about the material this was made from um, similar things that are made with this or people that utilize these types of metals these metals are often made to create pipes that house acids they're highly resistant to acidic type damages uh, which would make sense why the Amranta created their buildings out of basically these metals it is a very similar metal to their buildings uh, because Swarm is known to house quite a bit of acid. Technically, so my kind of like... damage is acid. Mm, or yeah. bludgeoning. It can be a- right, either. Right. But, what, like... Was, um... Gosh, what's his base? Um, not just, uh... Dole? The leader. Dole. Dole. Was he the only magic user that I was aware of? 
That y'all were aware of, yeah. We also didn't meet a ton of people. Yeah. All right. Um. Let us go rest got this. then. I just don't understand. We got this because of Grace. We got it because pre-cap technology was at the forge. Did we get rid of what we actually needed? Was it not this? I doubt the door would have opened. We could answer it now if you wanted. No. Um. I mean, if like... it was magically sealed, could it be just magically unsealed? Isn't there a way to... Back home, you can shape things all kinds of ways and all kinds of rituals to shaping blades or whatnot. Is, isn't there some sort of ritual to shape metal that would open this thing like a flower? Do I know of any magical... Uh, I know, obviously, I don't have those skills, but do I know of uh, some skills that might magically create it, let alone uncreate it? Uh, give me a mysticism check. 27. Oh. Give me a second. <laughs> Let's look He's like, I actually have to check this. I'm shape looking for like a shape earth. stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you don't I, get to yeah. shape anything. No. Is there... No. <laughs> no. No such spell that would allow you to, like, literally twist metal and that type of thing. I mean, there, maybe so. there are obviously, like, if you think this is created, there are dispelled magics. If you think this is literally magic, but it looks to be metal. Uh, anybody, I'll say I'll, like, most of, at least some of your party has enough high physical science and engineering checks to know that while metals can be highly durable to some things, they can be highly susceptible to others. Uh, so if it's highly durable to acid it could be highly susceptible to something else you just basically you don't think it's an impossible puzzle you just think okay vacuum piece one susceptible thing piece two grace piece three probably yeah and that's if we want her to directly connect with the dolium inside yeah that's if if, that's if you're assuming that now that she has scanned the ceramic and saying that means nothing to me yeah 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 yeah. Uh, um Moat would also bring up um, in the conversation of how to open it. Uh, they can refashion uh, tech, tech items into laser drills, so we can uh, use a laser drill to potentially bore a hole into the uh, the orb. Again, my biggest concern is finding a way to do it without introducing energy or heightened temperature changes to the volatile material inside. Fair, fair. I do neither of those. But let's do some research on the the, the casing. I'll do some research on the other side, um, the magical side. And like as she's kind of thinking about this, she kind of turns to Grace and she kind of goes down like, so her head is level with like Grace on the table. Grace? Yes. Can you... Can you scan this? And she touches her headband. Yes, I will. Now. It's the reason uh, she did it. <laughs> you see the same light go over it, and you see Grace, like her lights flash a little bit as if she's registered something. And then you hear, What would you like to know about your headband? So, I'm trying to think of like how I would think of this headband. In character, I know it's a spell cache. It is my it is my spell cache. Um, so it's for technomancers. And actually, let me like pull this up so I can kind of make it make sense. <laughs> um, so a spell cache can literally be uh, 
a device or technological implant, an item, whatever, a symbol, it doesn't actually say what it really is. Yeah. So I know that it, it, it has to do with my connection to magic and technology. What? what? And, like, and, and Zeha herself is at a loss for words. Like, is there anything there? I sense some magical energy inside. That's it? That is all I sense from your headband, yes. And a kind of, like, upset Zeha, like, stands back up, mutters, like, thank you, and let's get some rest. Yeah, and as we, like, kind of, I assume from here, uh, we all get our own kind of rooms in the, the suites of starfighter peoples you're offered a large like lack of better words airbnb type like hey this has got four or five beds yeah like a penthouse it's got like four or five bedrooms if you want it uh if somebody like that's what you're offered like face value and then if somebody says like hey can i have my own room you're given it this is probably the same apartment suite that like we were at the first time around Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know what you're talking about it has a really cool sunken living room uh, with like a fireplace and then like a kitchen next to it. It's all I have it all pictured in my head. I've been here before. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. As we start kind of heading back to the room and uh, everybody like kind of gets back to the room and starts settling in their own place, uh, Tetsu kind of he's like walking to where he's assuming his room is going to be, but like. Uh, as Moat's doing the same, and as Moat, like, finds their room, he just walks in behind Moat as if, like, he's just kind of walking along with him, and uh, as he enters the room, he kind of shuts the door behind him and just kind of stands there for a moment to just look down at Moat quietly. What? Who are you working for? Do you know who Jish is? I is that met- why we went here? What? I met... Okay, that thing must have knocked a lot more out of you than you're letting on, because, wow. Now, I, okay, if you're confused, I work for the Starfire Society, and I met Jish and every other person on that planet at the same time as you. Okay? Are we good? When did you put the code into the Ghost Forge? I I didn't put code into... Yeah, the only thing I changed was, or looked up, was where the connection was going. That's it. Te- Tetsu kind of, like, pulls out his, like, compad and starts, like, typing the thing that he notices is kind of, like, Moat's signature when he's when they're doing code. And goes, see this? And he shows, like, the string of code. Where did you, you wrote see this, that? yes? In the Ghost Forge. So... When did you do this? I I didn't. The closest I got was when I tried to make it spark or uh, flash so we could distract Jish in the fight, but I didn't I didn't actually insert anything. It was far too complex for me to be able to do. This code was wrapped around Zeha like a noose. I broke this code to free Zeha. I, I don't want to take away from this. Find that very quick. hard Wasn't to believe. Wasn't it the virus? Sorry, what? 
I just wanted I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Wasn't this signature in the virus that wiped after? Right. Yeah. Well, that's in the code, the magical soup code uh, that that Tetsu is like breaking. So like he he assumes it's like all woven in together. Oh, okay. Was the was the the wipe afterwards separate? Waffles? What do you mean, separate? Like Tetsu was in the code, everything with me, all that stuff, and then I thought after he did that, a virus came in and wiped everything. No, nah, the virus was in there. Who's there? Oh. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I will. I will say thus far, I'm not discrediting anything in the roleplay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But yeah, sorry. What'd you say, Mo? I said, I find that very hard to believe. So I'm lying. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to say you're lying because you did something, apparently, and brought Zayhop back against her wishes, as I'm to understand. So that's plenty of weirdness from your end as well. But I'm not saying that you did something wrong. And I'm telling you, I didn't do anything that would mess up the forge. My whole... Ideal was to fix everything going on with the forge at a time when we could manage it. I didn't think it was going to be a good idea to do what we did. The forge was working just fine until you decided to go back to it to work with Zeha. And I couldn't let you do that alone because you would have fucking died too. If you didn't put it into the forge now, which I don't think you did, you put it in beforehand. So when did you work on a very powerful code like this? Have you ever done a job for people you don't know that this could be tied to? I haven't done a job. I worked on my own tinkering a long, long time ago, but... That viruses? Sorry, the dog's running down the stairs, and I'm trying not to laugh as I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The last time I worked on anything that got out of hand that I didn't really fully grasp grasp was oh god six seven ten years ago maybe I, I don't know but and what was that it was this supposed to be some little uh, scraper that went and gathered information off of different databases and uh, I was looking into ideas of like oh hey can I fork a few credits off of somebody's profile if I get it. Uh, I was just toying with some things, and then... uh, So you could scrape the entire personality from something, from bits of data. No, it was... Like memories. It was information. Uh, More so uh, personnel databases, like who goes where, when, who has what shift, who's on patrol this day, who has vacation who filed for sick days, that kind of stuff. That's what it was intended for. Just gather info, see what I could pull off of a particular database, and then it... Something went wrong. Did you sell it? What went wrong? It's like it had a mind of its own. It didn't just gather the information. It ripped the info. And that kind of... What? Hit someone uh, a little... It affected someone in particular, um, someone that you know, shouldn't, didn't really do anything wrong, but, well, they kind of 
by all technological senses, disappeared. All the info that got ripped didn't exist anymore. And by the time I even understood what was happening, I couldn't call it back. I couldn't do anything about it. Do I couldn't you know control who it. it. Was I know who it was, but I I got out of there fast as I could. That's that's how I met Jaina. Was she wasn't the Jaina one who, who did it oh. or was affected. No, but Jaina got me out of there. Was it a a her? No, it was a it was a squad captain of a city guard. Essentially, I don't know how to best to describe it anymore, but he was. A sheriff, essentially. And everything that he did, all of his accomplishments, all his benefits, all of his life savings, gone. Because it's one stupid little thing. A few other people had some information ripped, but it really liked him, apparently. But last I assumed was he was still looking for me somewhere nearby. I don't think he would ever go to Akiton, but... Yeah, I don't like to think about that too much because, well, except for the being more careful with what I work on. Well, your code was not lost or destroyed, and it looks like it was being actively used for whoever she is. So we will have to figure that out. And also, Zeha I saw trying to come back, so I didn't force her to, and... Do not try to blame me just for something to deflect from you being nervous about having done something. But it was your code, and you've done things in the past that was on the side, and so I had to know. Done some things in the past on the side. You care to elaborate on that a little bit there, buddy? Your Just your social media things with your other personality, so I wasn't sure if you did code work on the side. I don't know, didn't know if you had a third job that you might have written a bad code for. Mm. Well, I appreciate the check, but no. That's why I didn't ask in front of Zeha or the rest. And for that, good on you. But, uh, you know, maybe you should next time don't approach code. accusatory because that raises some hackles. I don't like being cornered. He's it got one hit point, you're me. fine. <laughs> so. I'm sorry? said it tried to erase me which is why I feel very good right now. That's the first thing I'll dispute. Uh, Tetsu might actually think this so keep down the roleplay if you wish to. <laughs> That's what uh, I was the, the magical code itself and the virus while integrated were definitely two different things. Like the virus wiped the magical code but the magical code was attacking. Right. Gotcha. And draining. The, yeah, the virus was not attacking you. Yeah, I... Yeah, like I, I said, don't know Tetsu if Tetsu would be able to, yeah. Just because I failed my mysticism epically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, that can be, so like, this role play can continue. Got, and that can yeah. be a com- combo with Zaya later or not. Like, who knows? But Tetsu could definitely think that. Um, yeah, he's, he doesn't sound, like, pissed that it did. It just, yeah. you know, it, to him, it's super dangerous. Uh, but he kind of just ends it with, as he's, like, half turns to start walking out and goes, you should look to see if there's traces of that code somewhere out there that you can see what it's connected to. Because 
it seems to be a very good code that the wrong people might be using. I'll see what I can find. And we need to find them. Then he kind of just walks out and goes for the longest coma nap he can manage. <laughs> oh, after getting the the pups, uh, the foxes, delivered to his room. They're dead. They starved to death. Uh, nope. I left them food. Nobody would <laughs> feed them because they disappeared. I'm just kidding. They're the worst. <laughs> I know they are. They will live forever. That's <laughs> probably not true. All right. What's up? Forever. Um, so I think, like, Zeha has a lot of uh, thinking and, and no, not rationalizing is not the word, but co- processing. Uh, and she starts to go, sorry, as I uh, keep the dog from putting her nose where she shouldn't be. <laughs> um, Zeha, like, goes through the bush. That's right. Like, she goes to her room, and the door closes behind her, and she is alone with her thoughts and, like, the processing of it all. And she l- lets it kind of, like... Like, she, she, she goes to, like, step two towards, like, into the room, to the bed, and kind of ends up just, like, slumping on the ground with her back to the door, uh, n- knees tucked, touching her headband, thinking, like, she could have sworn... She doesn't get she doesn't get what most of this means. She knows that she picked her grandmother and she understands that Tetsu did something to help her get back into her body and that by all means she should not be alive. She's trying to like she can't process right now that she chose not to live. Like that she basically like made that decision was ready for it and now is still alive. That's too much. That's going to come out later. Like that that's just too much to process right now. But the immediacy that she can kind of focus on is obviously her thoughts are to her grandmother and her thoughts are she chose her. Where did she go? And what does that even mean? Um, So she's going to sit there for a while and think about her grandmother, try to talk to her like this. Like, I don't know if she fully like realizes that she heard her voice before she went down. Maybe she thinks that's like maybe that was after because she heard her voice after like she doesn't know. Um... So she's just kind of, that's where her brain's at. Um, And if nothing comes of that, then she just kind of eventually like difficult, but she makes her way to her, to the bed. And I don't know how much sleep she gets, but I think at one point she passes out and wakes with the start, like night, like all of it. Like she's, she's dealing with a lot. For sure. Sleeping like a baby over here. (laughs) Does anything come up did anything come of like her grandmother no not currently okay mind wipes (laughs) um if we're if we're hunkering down aizen actually wouldn't go to like the room he would stay in like the central area wherever like the like sunken sofa is that's where he'd like set up court um and having noticed something at uh arvin's office when he was making the drink he'd actually make himself a glass of water like a snack and then a second glass with just ice and he'd sit down, he'd eat something for a second, like, just kind of breathing. And then he'd look at the glass of ice curiously as it kind of snaps and gets the glass cold. And then he, like, rolls up his sleeve, sticks his hand in the glass of ice for an uncomfortably long period of time, lifts it out, looks at his hand oddly, and then without saying a word or anything, 
goes up, takes the glass, pours the ice out, and puts the glass away, and then just like tries to go about his business setting up court as he ruminates with whatever that was, uh, and everything else on top of that in the middle of the space, kind of acting as bodyguard for all five of them, in case for some reason someone breaks through the ceiling or breaks open a door. Probably at like... You're the weirdest person in the world. <laughs> probably around like four in the morning or, or however, um, when Zeha realizes that like it's about as much rest as she's getting. If you're staying out there in like the common area, like you'd see Zeha come out and like finally like scrounge for maybe a little bit of food for the first time, you know, just a little bit. Immediately Aizen, I don't know if Aizen like bolts up, but like he wakes up. Yeah. She like, when she realizes you're there, she's just like, sorry. And she'll like take it and go into her room to not bother you. <laughs> like before you go away, he'll be like, everything okay? Um, it's a complicated question, I feel, but I'm here. He'll like try to smile. You seem she to be in one piece. Uh, it's it's he's he's very awkward in this moment of like doesn't know how to reach out. Yeah, um, you should you should get rest. <sighs> I'll rest later. Not right now. Not right now. Mm. Do you want company? <sighs> yes and no, but my problems you shouldn't have to deal with them. Do your best to try to get some rest if you can. If you can't, uh, I think they have an old board game or something around here. Yeah, I think I think like what would end up kind of settling in is like a couple snacks, couple fruit, couple like random stuff set up on the table. The TV turned on like three volume, like you know one does in like the <laughs> middle of the night, barely hearing anything. Um, yeah, like we maybe like a really like stupid board game and like that doesn't require much thought mm-hmm. in front of us um and and eventually like that's one of the like Zeha actually probably passes out on the couch yeah. for the for the only time <laughs> i i think during the game especially he would have gotten up and started making tea like he had the first time we stayed here mm-hmm. and he would actually start talking you through the process of like how he made the tea knowing that you were curious the first time Right. And he would start to talk through that, and he'd he'd like start to turn his light down like low, and like trying to actively like send out like beta waves of like light and energy to try to get you to like. His, like his anxiety is staying very high, but he like knows trying how to bottle to, like, it up enough to like. This is a person yeah. that needs sleep. I know how to do this, and like trying to actively make you go to sleep, and then like. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think she she has some of the tea, like like and she does absolutely. Like, you can tell like she's not quite starting any conversation herself, but she's able to kind of like ask the right questions and like and and just continue a conversation to its bare minimum and talk about nothing at all really in the end. But oh. she appreciates like the the commonness of like learning about your culture a little bit about uh, the tea. Sarah, you're cutting out there. I can't. You are not talking. Uh, hello? Thank God. It's just all... <laughs> he fell asleep. solving agreement there. <laughs> Aizen falls asleep first, yes! I, so here's how <laughs> you make the... <laughs> yeah. You, you cut out there. I was seeing you talk, but I wasn't hearing anything. I think your internet did something. Uh... Yeah. Okay. I'm basically talking about nothing at all in the end, and, and there's a comfortableness until finally, like, yeah, like, she zones out to, like, whatever's on the TV and falls asleep. 
Yes, I think then Aizen would like wait for that moment and then like throw a throw blanket over you just to make sure that you don't get cold. Uh, and then just keep posting Vigil. Probably even more uncomfortable now that he's like let you sprawl on the sofa so that there's like <laughs> yep. even less space for Aizen. So Aizen is just like because he's a big dude and he takes up like a I'm, lot of I'm space. I'm imagining this is a pretty big ass penthouse. There's like that big there's like multiple three, couches. Yeah. yeah, there's so many. But but definitely I took over like the big one. And so he's stuck with like the the smaller couch or whatever. Yeah. And Te- and I imagine Te- there's Te- Go ahead. I was gonna say Tetsu finally comes out around like five AM to like a knock at the door front door as he's like heading out in like a, a hoodie and just like sweatpants going to uh collect his door dash and just like oh. <laughs> and then just goes and get the get the food, just goes back to his room and just like shakes his head. His, his galaxy grub, right? Yeah, galaxy grub, <laughs> there we go. I th- I, I tried to think of one, it. but I couldn't I think it. of one that I liked. <laughs> I love like, okay, Galaxy suck. Grub. Yeah. Somebody write that down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think though, just that, like like the the first moment, there's like any other sounds or whatever. Like there is like a a panicked like wake up from Zeha um, because she's still not like okay. But I I, I imagine all he, of us he like he hands you while... a Corinthal nugget as you wake up and goes it is food and it goes to his room. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and almost like any other good sitcom kind of comedically as all of you are happen to be in the same room everybody except for dr lynn carries their comm unit go off like it's just comedic timing i knew we should open the fucking thing i hate you <laughs> Zeta, what does it say? <laughs> some are big some are some are small they're all different though oh they're different Zeha. You get I don't like this. A message on your comm unit that reads it is from Jim. That is G E M that reads Any luck on the astral transponder yet. <laughs> nice. Oh, these are probably all the messages that got stuck in the drift. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Oh uh, gosh. Eisen. You I forgot what your person's name was. Not Hikari. What's the other one? I so had there's it, three. There's the, Hiso- there's the Yasoki. Uh, the, the Yasoki. There's Rusk. Uh, his name is Rusk, I believe. Rusk. Or Rusk. 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 Yeah, yeah. Rusk. yeah that's it. Uh, you get a message from Rusk that says, I am messaging because the others cannot. Hikari is in trouble. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. No, 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 no guys. We gotta right go to the planet. <laughs> we gotta go. Just so you know, the ship is gonna be go- like, like Eisen is <laughs> like there. There is there is no conversation. Eisen is standing up and actively moving towards the door. <laughs> Tetsu, you get a message from Arvin that Ar- says, oh, no, "That's not good." <laughs> that says, "We found a way for you to get in touch with Doctor Duro." Of course huh. you did. Oh my no, god! Of course you did. Mo, you get two messages. I should say two <laughs> messages. You get two notifications. Let me change that a little bit. We totally ditched the guy. You have a match on. You have a match on Tinder. <laughs> you get a message from Jaina, in all caps, that says, "When are you coming to pick him up?" <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, 
love then it. you get I love it. Best one friend. notification that kind of like again magically almost comedically turns into 50 100 500 that are just these these responses and these bashing notifications dislikes whatever you want to call it on your platform all that seem to stem from one comment that says this person is a fraud and that's where we'll end the session Right. I'm so That's excited. Always. There's so much, so much <laughs> gonna go down. Oh. The, ship, the ship is mine, my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like pushing our way through the door, like, no. <laughs> and most of the back, like, you bitch. <laughs>